Blog Talk Radio. Are you, are you? champion in karate miss ayana hill congratulations ayana thank you all right and with ayana are her parents miss sarah hill uh, who's well known in the zambian community she's very active in the community in chicago and also with um, the zambians abroad organization of zambians abroad sarah hill and her husband carl hill welcome and good morning Good morning, Miss Lucas. How are you? Good morning. Fine, thank you. I keep muting myself. Forgive me for that. It's all right. So, um, as we we begin our show, um, Ayana is a young Zambian American youth that has achieved so much, and um, lately, from late. Uh, 2019 up to so far where we are currently in 2020, Zambia Block Talk Radio has been promoting youth and youth achievements. And uh, a lot of times we will talk to people who are in their late teens, early 20s, or maybe even early 30s. But this time we're going back even a little bit um, further back. Uh, Ayana is 11 years old and already she has all these titles, which is so much. 
There are a lot of young um, Zambians in our community that are doing so well and get little to no recognition. So I think this is a positive start for us to start putting the spotlight on our young people. Miss Ayana, Mulishani, Mulibwanji. Bueno, Mulisha, Mulibwanji. Bueno, Bueno. Very good. <laughs> Roger, I hope your son can, can speak uh, your, your language too, so don't laugh too loud. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so harassing the young lady. Ayana, how old were you when you started uh, karate? I was around five years old, I think, when I first started. Wow. So so young, Ayana, I'll tell you the karate we knew was what we used to watch back on, um, in the day, in the 80s, where uh, people would, uh, there would be sound effects like, ooh, dush, 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 cha. That was the karate we knew. So just to hear that is, is just so amazing. And ladies and gentlemen, for those who are listening in, there's so much to learn about karate. And as we go into our program, you'll be able to, um, uh, to know about it. Five years old is quite so young. How did you get interested in it? I first got interested in it by my brother because he already was doing it to begin with. Okay, so you just wanted to be like your brother and um, you said that's what you want to do or did you just get enrolled in it? Um, I kind of wanted to be like my brother, so of course I got enrolled. I told my parents about it. Miss um, Sarah, how was it for you? We In Zambia, when we were growing up, these were not um, extracurricular activities that we did. You know, if we did any form of martial arts, it was imitating something we watched in a TV show. Uh, how was it when Ayana told you that she wants to do karate? I mean, um, I think... Um the first time I went to watch her god brother, um, I was with her, and then this, I saw what they were doing, and it seemed like something that I wanted her to to experience and give it a try and see how she would like it. And that's how we got it started. Wow. That's, that's, um, mm-hmm. that's so fantastic, Sarah. And it's such a good thing that you have remained consistent with it. Um, so, uh, how often do you have to go for practice, or how often were you going to um, to karate uh, practice? Just I know with time it, it increases or it changes, but how often was it? Um, usually, I go to karate four minimum a day. Uh, I mean, a week, but sometimes I do it five times a week. Mm-hmm. How do you manage your school and um, your school and practice balance? Um, well, my practice is usually early in the morning, early in the morning on weekends, but on weekdays mm-hmm. it's usually after school, so I can make it in time. Oh wow! Amazing, amazing. So you are the state. Um, we'll start with. Your your first titles, the state champion, national champion, and so on. So this is for the state of Illinois, correct? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you won the state champion, how old were you? I think it was competed when you were seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first competed when she was seven. She first competed when she okay. was seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if she would remember that, but... <laughs> <laughs> and Carl, thank you so much for your dedication to your daughter. A lot of times we hear mothers talking about how they wish their um, the fathers, their husbands or their fathers, their kids to be involved. So thank you for that commitment. Um, so take, and also speaking up um, with the state champion, how I mean, how win is also your win. How did you feel the first time that you won, Carl? Well, you know. When we first saw her at the state champion, we did not know what to expect. Uh, and, you know, when I when she was doing karate, I kind of, uh, I liked the fact for the discipline and all that because I took a little martial arts when I was younger. And, uh, you know, when she was going out there and competing, I was, uh, we were, we we're always nervous when we see her compete. But, uh she was so good. It was like she was a natural. And, I mean, we were like, wow, we did not expect, you know, uh, how she really excelled at it. So it was it was a really, um, you know, you weren't expecting much. You were nervous for her, and she yeah. really turned mm-hmm. out. It was really, really exciting. Oh, Wow. That that is just um, I'm I'm imagining it as you're describing it. I also used to do martial arts. I did judo, and judo is so different uh, from karate. And just preparing for this program, I see um, a big difference. It it looks like it's the same thing, but there are differences between judo and um, karate. Yeah. So, um, Ayana, have you ever lost? Um, a game, a, um, a fight? Multiple times. <laughs> and how was Most your first loss? Do you remember that feeling the first time you lost? Um. Well, the first time I lost, that was when I first did state. I won in Kumite, but I lost in Kata. But it was a small group of people, so I got second place. Okay. I hear that you cried like it was the end of the world. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the U.S. Open. The U, yeah, the U, oh. the U.S. Open. Like she does. Um, uh, I could let her explain it, but it's two it's parts to karate. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. two parts to karate. It's the kumite. Well, go ahead. You can explain to her what kata and kumite are. Okay, so kata is a performance of movement. There's different movements you can do in each kata. There are, like, multiple katas with different sequences that you can do. And usually it involves punches and kicking and reacting mm-hmm. fast and moving. But for kata, for kumite, that's when the sparring comes in and there's um, – that's when the match begins and there's time limits. You have to fight and you have to try getting the first point, which is called Senshu. And points mm-hmm. are different amounts of points. Like punches, that's a one point. 
a kick in the head is three points. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But Nathan Muleo Fuaka, a kick in the head. Watch out. Watch out. I'm listening. I'm listening. I know. I know. I know. Now, karate can be considered an aggressive game, a sport. How do you maintain discipline? I mean, to begin with, I usually have discipline because at the very beginning, you learn to respect and follow directions automatically, so you just grow with it further on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So growing up with a Zambian mom, do you think that has helped you with the discipline aspect? Yes. <laughs> Ayana, let's talk a little bit before we I ask you about the national and international uh, part. Let me just bring it home. You have a mixed heritage. You're Zambian and you're American. You know, your mom is Zambian. Uh, when you mix with your friends who are non-Zambians or who are non-Africans, are there any differences that you see between how they interact with mm-hmm. their, their mom and how you interact with yours? Give us some, some examples. Well, an example is um, for the Zemian heritage. Usually um, all my mom's friends are somehow my aunties and uncles. And their yeah. kids are my cousins, even though I have right. no idea who they are. Um, <laughs> also, I don't know. Kids tend to be, like, really rude to their parents sometimes. But if I did, that would not end well. I know, right? <laughs> Does, does your mom yes. threaten you with non-karate moves? No, she threatens me in her language. She's like, oh, welcome to Yesha. I <laughs> 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 can you, Sarah. <laughs> what do you say? She didn't say the word. You, 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 you know, Matilda. Matilda, what Ayana is saying, I've heard it before from another Zambian family. The young man was saying, the only time I hear a lot of them from mom is when she's upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So, so we have a national, international state champion, but when she hears Ndekunyesha, oh my goodness, all those titles, they go away. <laughs> of course, they have to. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, I, I understand uh, growing up in a Zambian home, there's a lot of discipline. And um, so transitioning on, when you... Um, how old were you when you won the national championship? And what does it take for you to compete in national level? Um, um, the first time I won a national championship was when I was seven years old. And what was the second question you asked me? Uh, what what does it take um, to get to nationals? So soon after you won state, you went to nationals in the same year? Yep. Pretty much. So state is a qualification to attend nationals. Yeah. If you don't do state, you can't do nationals. So that's a requirement, doing state in general. After that, you move on to nationals. 
And okay. once you win your national team, mm-hmm. It sounds like there's a lot of traveling with uh, with this uh, sport. How have you been able to manage with work? You know, when we come here, most of us listening are Zambians, even non-Zambians, you know, there's that time that you committed fully to work and a person cannot always manage to make it to their kids' games. How do you manage that? Is that for me? Is that for me? Is that, are you asking that for yes. Ayana? No, huh? that's for you, Sarah. That's for you, oh. Sarah. Well, uh, I mean, it's uh, it's a li- it's it's quite challenging, and yes, it takes a whole lot. Like we get to travel, but um, at least when we do the states, it's the state championship is here in Illinois. But nationals, they usually uh, pick different kind of states every year, and then you get to travel. And then when it comes to like the U.S. Open and uh, the international matches that she competes in as well, we always have to travel in Vegas because that's where they usually host that. And then she also does other ones, like let's say Punak, which is usually in Indiana and stuff. And then there's other local ones. So, um, But the good thing is actually we are very blessed. We have a very, very good supportive system. Um, the dojo that we belong to, which is Nostro Dojo, it's in here in Glenview. Um, I mean, it's amazing. Everybody works together as a family, support each other whenever we can. Um, my boss helps us a lot. Um, her godmother and all that stuff. So we have a great support system. So because of that, it makes it easier, and uh, she's able to compete and uh, do what she loves. So that's how it works out. And then they come in even when you have to travel. You know, you have to request days off and everything so they understand uh, what karate Mm -hmm. means to us now as a family, and uh, they support in every way that they can. So it works out. Okay. Fantastic, fantastic. So 11 years old, and here you are, Ayana. You're now the international champion. Um, how? When? When did you win this title? I won the international ch- um, championship last year. Last year. Yeah. March. Yeah, March of 2019. I won my first international. Competition. Mm. There's two back to back. One the first day, one okay. the second. I won the first okay. one and I won the second, I think. So you've been defending okay. your title, right? Yes. A lot. So with the <laughs> it takes it's it takes a lot. In the intro I had said that you are you are a black belt, and being a black belt is a white belt who refused to give up until she became champion, and it sounds like that. You, you've been consistent, and uh, you've become a champion. Now, um, ladies and gentlemen, as I had mentioned before, I used to do judo, and with judo, you fought in uh, categories, like weight categories. It didn't matter how old you were as long as you were in the same weight range. Now, um, preparing the program with Ayana, she says, you know, weight doesn't matter. I think it's more about the belt. Can you shed more light? Mm -hmm. Explain to the people who don't know about um, what charity is and how you can fight. If I'm a black belt, can I fight against you? Um, Well, that will be a no because 
even though you're a black belt, we are in the same age range. The age range is okay. changed, but it's usually roughly three um, eight, um, years in a group together that fight, mm-hmm. and also gender. Okay. So y- your championship is in your age range, and what's the age range group for your title right now? Right Between now. What age and like the uh, nationals, like the nationals, they are very strict. Actually, they go exactly by age, especially for the younger ones. So, like last time she's competed, it's pretty much if it's nine year old, it's nine year old. If it's ten year old, same belt range, that kind of thing. Unless if maybe let's say there's like one person that's younger or older and it's only one there by themselves in the group, then they would put them in that group with the with the rest. But otherwise, it's strictly by age. But then when they get to be like, I think, 13 years old, that's when the weight and all that stuff comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But below that, so it's just age and uh, rank. Wow. I'm I'm still in awe, man. You, you're international champion and, wow, <laughs> major respect. So with sports, there's also uh, leadership that comes with that. Um, using your title... Uh, using what you do with sports, you've, you've, uh, you use discipline and so, so many other things. How has karate prepared you for leadership? And parents, feel um, free well, to step in to jump in. Mm-hmm. Well, karate really ahead, teaches me in general how to be independent and hardworking mm-hmm. and help me follow directions quicker. And okay. by working out in general, I just become more strong mm-hmm. and brave. Okay. Miss Sarah, any leadership attributes that you have seen in your daughter, Carl? Yeah, actually, I've seen quite a bit. I mean, uh, teamwork is pretty much reinforced, so I see she works very well with friends. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it also helps, you know, the fact that they have to be punctual on time and all that stuff, so it comes in handy and helps her out when it comes to um, other things, even including school, with the stuff that she she learns from karate. So it works hand in hand with her school as well. So she has all that good stuff going for her, leadership skills, um, respectful, hardworking, of course. Uh, you know, I already knows about how to stay healthy and stuff. And like you and I, I mean, I remember when we were about her age, healthy was right. nothing, you know, was nowhere in our vocabulary, you know. So we'll just eat anything and all that stuff. But I'm glad that at least once they are in karate, they start a little bit early. So as they get to our age, they wouldn't have to, you know, to get to a Struggle point where they have to choose shima or carrot, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and so. speaking of shima, uh, Ayana, do you eat shima? Well, what Zambian food do you like? Um, Pretty much my main favorite is shima. I eat it with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It changes every day. Do you know how to cook shima? No, use, I don't know how to cook at all. But I will Sarah, learn Sarah. when they reach that age. <laughs> Sarah, you know, at this age, we were already cooking, right? 
What what you know? I tell her these stories. I tell her that at her age, I was able to cook for the entire family, and this is a family of eight or more. You know. Mhm. Yeah, but it's a little different. I think Ayana needs to come and see her aunt here in Florida so that we can we can get the cooking part in. See, and that's what she needs. She needs aunties. Aunties will reinforce that pretty well. Oh, you're in trouble, Ayana. Mm. How are you? How are you used to all this? Um, you know, <laughs> how we raise our children as Zambians, I'm sure, is very different from how it's done as an American, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some similarities and there's some differences. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, the the cousins, what we refer to cousins, you know, um, it's a little different with that, and everybody's your aunt and uncle. Um, we're a little bit mm-hmm. more strict with it. But I hear that it's more of the British way, uh, as uh, my wife was explaining to me. Okay. It's, it's, it's a combination of uh, British and Zambian way. Um, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. So we yeah. all feel like we are her parents. So we can jump in when when you're not there even when you're there we <laughs> we jump in right. we jump in <laughs> yeah but, you know i see yeah. her um i see her interact with one of her friends from Houston and um uh those girls are just like our girls you know uh right so it's it's uh, uh it's a, a, a little a little more close knit I think uh, mm-hmm. than the American the, the American families. From what I've okay. been with my wife for over what fourteen years. <laughs> Congratulations on that too. So um, let me let me call in Nathan. Nathan, I know you have a question, but before you ask, is Doctor Patrick there? Because I want to I want to brag that Carl can actually say something in Bemba. <laughs>
I like this. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I have uh, a, I am, um, your, or your parents can respond to this. You know, um, I don't know, Carl or Sarah, you are, you are aware of it. Probably, I'm sure you're aware of this. There's always been this myth about uh, the spiritual component to karate and all that kind of thing to do with Eastern religions and uh, Eastern worship and things like that. Can you comment on that? Is there a did you experience any of that in your in your Have you ever experienced any of that in your doing karate since you were young? And Sarah and Carl, are there has that a reason at any point in your in your daughter participating in this sport? That we've seen the spiritual component of karate. There's yeah, karate has been associated with Eastern religions. Yeah. Oh yeah. As, um, no, no, not not so much um, the religion. It's it's more from what I see. It's more of the structure, um, the language. Uh, you know, it's a Japanese-based uh, uh, martial arts. So I I I don't see because I think in Japan they're they're Buddhist. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't see any of that in the, the karate. Um, now I think uh, it's more in kung fu, uh, but uh, not in a, not in the karate from what I've seen. Okay, you've mentioned the component of language and structure. Can you elaborate on that? How is it structured, and what is the language of karate? How does it work? Well, the the language is more. Um, you know, the way they count, um, it's through some of the katas. I mean, kata itself is, uh, is a, um, a, a Japanese, you know, word. Uh, kumite uh-huh. is a Japanese word. Um, so I, I think it's more along with uh, that meaning the structure and the language is just how they respond. It's just, that it's come to America, and they taught those, those, those uh, that fighting uh, or that sparring uh, using the the language and not changing it up like where we would say punch, kick, uh, or you know one, two, three, you know. So it's mm-hmm. adapted the language of uh, Japanese um, with the karate. Excellent. One final question, maybe. You can both respond to this, or the three of you. It's the issue of the family structure. You are, it's, it's, it's a blend, what can I say? It's a mixed family, a Zambian mother, American dad, and you guys are involved. I'm, I'm very impressed and encouraged how you have both supported her going into this and how she's done so well to, to I mean, to the state national championship and everything else. Great job on that. How has been the parenting aspect to this, Sarah? I know as a Zambian mother, African, um, there could be those challenges that might arise. How has this worked out? Was that to me or to oh, to any of us? You said the challenges? Yes. Uh, well, mm-hmm. you know, all we can really do is be supportive. Uh, the only mm. challenges 
maybe her motivation um, at times. It's uh, it's it's sort of along the lines of you know after you do something for so long, you kind of get sick of it from time to time. But I think that you know she really enjoys the dojo and she has some good friends there. So that kind of mm. takes care of itself. Now, as far as us, is we just have to just be supportive and, and, and uh, continue to, you know, take her, show up to her tournaments, cheer her on, and, you know, it, it kind of all works out. You know, you want to have anything else to add? A challenge is like? Yeah. Right. Uh, not, not, um, I mean, well, I guess one of the challenges, you know me, I'm not, I'm not that much of a morning person. So like when they are usually uh, training, let's say for nationals before nationals come up, mm-hmm. I mean, we have to wake up as early as five, be there, you know, she has to be there as early as six or something like that. Maybe I would consider that a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's, that's a morning. good one. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, that kind one. of thing. Yeah, but uh, but otherwise it's it's not bad because she loves it, so she looks forward to it. I mean, of course, there are days sometimes that she feels like lazy, she doesn't want to go, like ah oh, maybe this and that. And of course, it's expected if you're working out for minimum four times a week and stuff like that. But overall, I mean, she looks forward to it. She loves her senses. She loves her friends there. She loves the environment and she loves the sport. So um, so it's pretty easy on that. Not as bad. Mm. Okay. That's good. All I, I I just want to commend you for breaking the status quo, you know, because mainly we, we feel comfortable with traditional sports, if I may say that. I mean, great so job on that. breaking the status quo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so true, Nathan. You're absolutely right about that. And we'll be, we're opening our phone lines to those who, have, who want to ask questions. Please press 1. Some of you have your mic already on. Just let me know when you have a question. Uh, Sarah, you spoke about, you know, going, waking up early. In the wintertime, does she have practice? Because I know in Illinois, the winters can be quite brutal. Oh, yeah. They, they definitely, they, they, they never have off days, really. Um, I mean, only oh. maybe like let's say if they have holidays, that's when they give them. So even in winter, yes, we do go to classes. They can break maybe let's say a week or so around Christmas time, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. They still go like even during COVID, they still had to practice from home. That so they they are my not consistent. I'm sorry. Oh wow, that's <laughs> yeah, consistent. That was going to be my my next question. Like with COVID, how? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So how have you been practicing? Yeah, they Ayana. they practice via Zoom. Oh, Ayana, here. How do you have you been practicing oh, no, Zoom? Um, usually we um when we train on Zoom, we usually just condition or practice katas while the t- teacher on the Zoom class watches us and gives us tips on what to improve on and all that. Mhm. So you're able to, uh, with the self-discipline, you're able to work out on your own using Zoom based on the instructions that you've been you've, you've been given. Yep, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, what training is uh, 
on a before COVID, <laughs> uh, with training, do you can you practice solo or do you have to practice with a, a an opponent? No, you can also uh, practice solo. It's sometimes we work as a group and then later on we split up individually doing whatever we were assigned to work on. But most mm-hmm. of the time we be in a group and do stuff together. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, Roger, did you have any questions or Dr. Patrick? Yes, I have a lot of them, as as you might see, you know. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> so, Ayana, I, I, uh, this is, uh, as, as you said, this is Uncle Roger in, uh, in Canada. Uh, have you been to Zambia? No, I want to go, but my mom doesn't take me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Good, 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 good. I brought it up online before. Uh, it, it might work yeah, after COVID is gone. Uh, we have put her on the on the spot. You mentioned that um, you you got uh, the interest. This came from your your brother. How is your brother doing vis-a-vis uh, karate? As far as karate is concerned, how is he doing? He's actually doing pretty much all right. I passed him, though, not to flex, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not that much of a fan of it anymore. Yeah. I'm kind of getting tired of it. Who's getting tired wow. of it? You are getting tired of it? No, all of us are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, that's my that's my third question. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next? Year? Should we say five five years, or is that too far already? In five, what where do you see yourself in the next five years? Uh, as far I, as karate is concerned, elite champion. Because when you you go to elite when you're twelve, and mm-hmm. I'm eleven, almost turning twelve, so I hope to be a world champion by winning elite and going on to the Olympics. Yes. Okay. I, I, I mean, you mentioned Olympics. That is uh, that is hard work. You know that, right? Yep. Okay. So that is uh, hard work. Yeah, you can do it, you, know, you, you can do it um, uh, when you, you know, feel like... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I said I try to show her uh, 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 Olympic champions like some, uh, Simone Biles, and you can see how uh-huh. she works hard at her sport and, you know, kind of give that as a... You know, a stepping stone of how hard you would have to work in order to reach that elite level. Yes, yes. So when you feel that uh, getting tired of it, uh, just know that is uh, not uh, Olympic uh, uh, spirit. Olympic spirit is go 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 go. Yeah. Th- thanks for having uh, you uh, on, Ayana. You are you you make us proud as uh, as Zambians. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, um, uh, Roger, there's a, there's a question that you asked um, Ayana, but she, she already answered. I was, I was going to 
follow it up with do you think you're going to continue this on and into your adult age or do you think this is something that you're going to do as a youth? Uh, I think actually that I might actually continue this until I reach adult age. I mean, okay. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. I understand your sensei is on on and listening, so um sensei Jeff Korn, I'm I'm not sure if I'm saying your name correctly. If you'd like to say something or a word of encouragement to Ayana, please press 1 and uh, you, you will be able to open up your mic and say something. Um Sarah, I also understand that your boss's kids also are in karate and are they in the same age group? I mean, how how does it feel to have um, <laughs> your your boss and your boss's kids in karate and your your daughters outshining them? Is that for me? Yes, Mama. Yes, Sarah. Oh well, well. Uh, I mean, it feels the same because those those boys are like my kids as well. As you can, as you notice, even Anna doesn't even call them friends, they are her brothers. So they're like my kids. So it's the same thing, putting in the same effort, supporting equally. And, um, yeah, so they're doing great as well. And, um, yeah, they're both brown belts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's fantastic. Okay, we have a question here. Let me see. Who is doing what this is? Okay. Uh, one zero seven two. Yes, we are here. Well, okay. Thank you. So uh, you had a question. And the question was for Ayana. I think she is one of the hardest working kids, and uh, she's been very uh, helpful with all kinds of children, especially children with disabilities. And she's hardworking, and when she competes, she fights like a lion. And it's a pleasure having her in my dojo. She's a great inspiration to a lot of the younger kids. And uh, she's a great kid. She's got a great future ahead of her, not just in karate. Thank okay. you. And with, we are, could you introduce yourself again for the sake of um, the listeners who didn't catch your name? Introduce yourself. My name is Sensei Jeff Cohn, and I'm the director of the dojo here in Glenview, Illinois, North Shore Dojo, Okay. and also a U.S. national coach. Oh, wow. So having Ayana there, and uh, thank you so much for those uh, words of compliments that you have given her. Uh, Could you just tell us a little bit more about her work ethic? Sure. Well, her her training regimen is pretty much four or five days a week and uh, mm-hmm. very hardworking and very disciplined and very structured, and it'll carry her over to so many other arenas besides karate. Okay. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, Ayana, would you... Do you see yourself having or owning a dojo in the in the future? Can a woman be a sensei, by the way? Absolutely. We have uh, a couple great women in the dojo now that are teachers and assistant teachers, and uh, they're awesome. So it's open to everyone, for sure, that puts the work in. All right. Ayana, would you, uh, have you ever considered having one yourself? Uh, not really, to be honest. I mean, there's a possibility, 
I mean, it maybe could happen. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it depends on what I'm thinking when I'm older. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you should think about having when you go to Zambia having a small demonstration. I don't know. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, since they but, just Matilda, so much. yes, sir. But it, it, I think uh, what uh, I didn't get the name, but what the director of the program has said uh, sort of captures me. And uh, I would like him, <clears throat> excuse me, you see, you hear the things that he has said about Ayana. I know it's a compliment, but it's loaded because mm-hmm. it speaks about yes, it the lead, leadership development. I, I, I would like director to say, I'm sorry, I, can't, I didn't catch the name again. Uh, what is the significance of us parents getting and encouraging our kids to get involved in things? It may not necessarily be karate, but into something that develops their discipline and character. In light of what the world is going on right now, especially in the U.S. Well... First of all, thank you again. You can call me Sensei. That is my Sensei. That's a teacher in Japanese. It's the title okay. of uh, the teacher. And as far as um, Ayana's work ethic, and as far as what she gets out of it here, it's it's truly a life skill building atmosphere. She learns how to become a leader. She learns how to work with people, her socialization skills are great, she communicates with all different kinds of people, younger, older, abled, disabled, and uh, she's traveled quite a bit extensively all over the country, so it's it opens a lot of doors for her, and it gives her an opportunity to see the world. So she's a great kid, and I have a great ambition to uh, make her a great champion. Excellent. And thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you very much, you brought, uh, you've reminded me of a distant memory when I did judo, and uh, we would travel with our sensei as a team to these international things. Um, I, I would like to take it that you do travel with her when she travels, and how, how big is your team usually when you go on national or international trips? Uh, I truly travel with, with the team whenever we compete nationally as well as internationally, but she's... Uh, when she travels nationally, she has friends from all over the country, and everyone knows her, and they compete against each other. Typically 10 to 15 people. And usually the group we bring every year is about 10 to 15 children and adults to our national tournament, which meets every July, and this year it was canceled, unfortunately. But uh, mm-hmm. a good core of the kids are still working really hard and looking forward to competing next year. Wow. This truly has been a gruesome year. Um, and also, while we still have, I know you, you came in to make a, compl- a compl- compliment or make a comment, but while we have you, with, uh, with the restrictions of social distancing and some of the world opening, partially open and so on, is the dojo open or how, how is that affecting training? I know Ayana spoke about Zoom. But are you in a position to where the kids can start coming in, and how how are you keeping up with the the safety guidelines? 
Hi, I'm going to turn that question over to my business manager who has much more savvy language than me. So, Sasha Garrison. <laughs> Good morning. This is Sasha, and I know and love Ayana as well, and she is a great light in my life, a hardworking, wonderful young woman who I am very, very proud of. So I just wanted to say that to you, Ayana, and then answer the question that you asked about social distancing and doing karate. We have um, made sure that we had Zoom classes available for all persons so that nobody ever had to stop their training but could always be safe. And then we have developed a hybrid model where we have four or five children come to the dojo and do karate safely with social distance guidelines, and then the rest of the children are on the Zoom class. And so that we are working with both the Zoom and people in person uh, at the same time because that is what we feel is the safe way to make sure that the children continue their training but are not in jeopardy, safety being our number one priority. So um, it's been effective, and we're, we're just going to leave it here. We're not going to open up any further because we feel like that's not safe at this time with the virus. Understood. Uh, totally, totally understood. And thank you so much for the support and calling in. I'm sure Ayana is, is very excited where she is. So I really We love her that. so much. We lo- I love her with all my heart. Well, I'm a godmother. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you are most welcome. Ayana, I'm glad that you have a great support system. We do have another question. Uh, but the way your mic is open, go ahead and ask your question. Good morning, Matilda. And before I met, pose my question, uh, uh, you said something in Denver. If it was in English, you know, it would have been dipped out. Uh, I know, right? That was cool. You got away with it. Uh, Ayana, thank you so much <laughs> for coming and uh, joining us on Zambia Brock Talk Radio. And uh, thank you for your parents uh, to take that uh, uh, I don't want to call it a risk, but uh, uh, a Zambian uh, lady and an American uh, to produce you and to uh, give us a gift. I like the yes. listening to you and the approach that you thought and the way you hear uh, uh, things. I know you have never been to Zambia, but uh, you are an example for, uh, for, for the leaders and for the young people in uh, in uh, in uh, in Zambia, and uh, uh, I just appreciate Zambia Brooks Talk Radio to to uh, uh, to to bring you because uh, uh, listening to you is it's just a joy how you approach karate and listening for you describing a one two three punch in in uh, Japanese uh, the 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 uh, uh, the way you go about because. Me as a Zambian, you know, sometimes we put in magic. Sometimes we say uh, we put in uh, uh, witchcraft and the things. <laughs> but you are approaching, you are approaching your your sport. <laughs> you, are, you are approaching your sport with mud, with uh, uh, you know. And I really appreciate you. It's almost like uh, when you watch a, a, a French African team playing soccer. Then an African team playing soccer. They're both doing sport, but the approach to the uh, uh, thing, I really appreciate you, Ayana. 
and I wish you all the best. And thank you, the coaches, and thank you, the people who are behind that uh, uh, young woman. It's a joy, Zambia Broke Track Radio, to continue doing these things. And I hope that uh, uh, leaders who are listening to this don't just take it as Zambia Broke Track, but as uh, something to change the policies and to change how you children, how you inspire your children. Thank you, Ayana. God bless you. And uh, all the best. Thank you, so Thank you guys. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you much for 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 that comment and um, the the funny uh, <laughs> comments you made along. Now, uh, Dr. Patrick, I know I would like for you to say something before we conclude. Though I still want to um, have um, Ayana say uh, Ayana, my my last question after Dr. Patrick says something, maybe to be the same question. What just prepare ahead of time? What would you? Say to um, the Zambian youth, both in America and um, in Zambia. So while you prepare your answer, Dr. Patrick, if you could come on and say something because time is quickly um, slipping away. I would like to congratulate you. Um, Not only you, my sister, but also your dad and your mom. Because it, it takes, not only when they say it takes a village, it, it, it initially begins with the nucleus. And the nucleus is the mom, dad, and daughter. So listening to you, I, I, you, you make me so proud, so proud of you. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing that whenever you call in or listen in to Zambia Block Talk Radio, you never know where the show is going to take you. And today was a height that I did not expect because it, it, it's uplifting. And anytime you listen to an uplifting program, you yourself is inspired, and I'm inspired. So continue the great work. Uh, I know there'll be times when you become frustrated and tired and, and you don't want to continue on. But persevere, push, because every step, every successful step you take, you're taking a step for us, and you're most definitely taking a step for our people. So thank you, my little sister, and and to the parents, thank you as well. You're you're a great example of of wonderfulness, and and I look forward to hearing from you. And I look forward to maybe attending one of one of your matches, uh, one of the dojos and matches. And I especially look forward to looking at you and seeing you at the Olympics. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Patrick. Now I know Ayana asked you a question, but I it would be so unfair if we left without your aunt. <laughs> saying something to you. Um, I believe Hello? this is your aunt, Auntie Besta. My Besta, welcome, oh. Lishani. Oh, we know Shani Matilda. We know, we know. Go ahead and listen to your comments. Uh, the time oh, is quickly man. moving. You can make your comment or ask your question. It's so great to hear all the familiar voices on the show. Thank you so very much for joining us and Thank you so much for introducing the young ones to be on the show. It's very encouraging. We really, really appreciate that. And to Ayana and the parents, I just want to say 
Congratulations. Thank you so very much for your hard work. Continue doing what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Uh, thank you so very much. Thank you, Babesta. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank God, you, Babesta. I know. Hey. <laughs> okay. Uh, for those who are calling in, who have called in and have, uh, have pressed one to ask a question, I apologize that we cannot get to you on time. We are quickly, quickly running out of time, and uh, very soon the next program will be coming on. Roger, if you can just tell us very quickly what's coming on on the next show. We okay. have uh, a number a number of issues we are, we are looking at uh, by elections uh, in Zambia uh, the selective firing of ministers we are going to discuss uh, that one uh, digital money Dr Patrick has talked about this um, uh, with us what will this mean uh, especially for uh, countries which have issues of uh, corruption is this uh, the solution uh, to a lot of Africans? So there's a lot of uh, um, uh, things to talk about. So hang around, uh, call in back, and uh, join uh, Open Forum. Okay, perfect. All right, um, Ayana, if you could just answer that question in one minute. The question I had asked you earlier. Um, what would what words of encouragement would you give to the Zambian children, uh, Zambian youth, both in America and at home? Well, I would recommend um, try maybe joining karate if it's in your area. It's a really fun sport. You get to work out and stay fit. You get to help others in the dojo. You can form a bunch of friendships, and you get to travel a lot. It's super fun. You'll have a blast. Okay. <laughs> perfect, perfect, That's perfect. Yes. Yeah. So um, I know you have a cousin who's called in. They want to say something, but time has, has – do we have time for them to say a quick hello? Just a quick hello. We'll work a quick hello as we wind down. <clears throat> oh. All right. Uh, seven, one – Hello. One seven one eight. Hello. Go ahead. Hello, and who is this? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. We can hear you. Well, we are the grandparents. Uh, <laughs> and Hill. Oh wow. And want Ayana to know always that we love her, that we support her one hundred percent. And we wish her the very best. We are just so proud of what she's been able to accomplish. And we just look forward to big things. And we'd like to okay. come on. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for calling in. We've been talking to Ayana Hill, the current um, international champion for karate in her age group. Uh, if we're, we're, we've run out of time, so if you can just drop off and call in to the next program with Georgia. Have a great morning and happy first of the month. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. You are the fire. Fire. You are the fire.